0: Hello well, there. he
1: connected. I did connect. Hey. We are, again, um, sadly doomed to fail because we're still going uh-huh. through fucking Chrome on take 10 and not going through uh-huh. the goddamn Anchor app. What is happening right now?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, at Cult Podcast, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. And, and, and like there's no way to make the, the screen stay on longer. Like no. I can't just like so I just have to like sit here and tap the screen every eight seconds. Like that's not gonna interrupt the flow. Um, Jesus. Uh, so here's what we'll it, do. is this what it's like to work remotely in normal companies where you have to have like a little mouse jiggler? <laughs> like you just sit there and like tap the screen every few minutes. So this so... is fucking happening. We will defeat you, Anchor. We will goddamn defeat you. <laughs> So, since you're hearing this. (laughs) I don't know where. I will find you.
0: (laughs) The snark, the poor snark, has been for the last 20 minutes tapping his phone screen trying to make this work. Um, Apparently, my password is
1: wrong. PC and your letter.
0: (laughs) If you're hearing this, this week's episode is going to be delayed slightly. Um, Maybe. While while the snark tries to defeat Anchor. Um, I
1: didn't forget my password. (laughs) it's gonna be like a like a deleted
0: takes (laughs) the good news is the good news is is while he does that i'm gonna talk to you to you all about uh black panther um because i'm gonna try i'm gonna try very hard to contain my excitement for this movie um when i tell you um if you follow our twitter you saw i had made some comments about how excited I was for this movie. Like I had the waiting, I mean, obviously just like everybody else for this particular movie for a while. Um, this is not your standard Marvel fare. It is not, it, it definitely has its explosions. It's, you know, superhero moment. It's the birth of the, the genesis of a new black Panther. Um, it is, it's a love letter to grief. If that makes sense. Um, This is a. It is a story about loss and acceptance, and how you handle those things. Um, And some of us don't handle them the best. Um, My hand is raised, Um, and it is. It's it's brilliant in its own way. Um, Ryan Coogler has done a phenomenal, fantastic, spectacular job with this movie. it is everything that you think that you want out of a movie plus some things that you didn't know that you wanted. Um, which is just the, the the biggest thing I can say for it is that it's not a superhero smash them up. Um, it is a story about inclusion and a story about understanding and, and things that are not included and understood. Um, The cast does a phenomenal job. Um, Lupita Nyong'o does an amazing job in this. Uh, Leticia Wright does a great job in this movie. Angela Bassett does a great job in this movie. Um, It is. I found myself identifying with the feelings that a lot of these characters portray on the screen. Um, And it it sneaks up on you. Um, There are several times where you sort of feel like you know what this story is going to be about and how it how it's going to work and what what we're telling or what we're going to see um, it, it, it's not it, it keeps it keeps reinventing itself honestly it's a long movie like it's a super long movie um, I'm not is it worse lie.
1: than the Batman because the Batman is like three fucking hours which is apparently the new standard and who has the time
0: uh. I am. I am a person who prides myself on not getting up and going to the bathroom in the middle of a movie. Um, well, so, bring a
1: cup to the Batman.
0: <laughs> you. You need a cup for this one. Um, so, like, I mean, just little behind the scenes. Um, we the friend of the podcast. Everybody <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Sunny and I had had um, booked to see this with another friend of ours from work. Um, a tropical storm decided to hit our part of the state of Florida last uh, Thursday. Come, come on. Hit. Uh, uh, come on. Rush. Out, like, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not like drip a, on. Yeah. We, it, it rained all day. It, yeah. all day. it, it
1: was a little rainy. Like. Um,
0: no, we didn't lose power. It, it wasn't that bad. Um, but like, so my wife, um, you know, I was kind of like preparing my wife for like the fact that I was going to still want to go see this movie on Thursday. Uh, <laughs> as this storm, By, by, by the by, uh, you're on your own. This uh, storm is just barreling its way across the state of Florida. A- and, and look, it is a it was a category one. It was a very, I mean, minor. It was
1: a category one for seven seconds. And then it went, oh, fuck, Florida. It was like, I'm so scared of Ronnie Santos. <laughs> <laughs> and then
0: it uh, so, uh, my, was it Navy Seal. my wife says to me, <laughs> I said to her, hey, I, I still like to go even though the storm is going to hit on Thursday and she goes, okay, well, that's fine as long as it's not, you know, you know, massively bad and like, we if have you die, storm.
1: I'm not going to the funeral.
0: Um You know, it was a, it was definitely a, if you die, you die moment. Um yeah. But, if he dies,
1: he dies. <laughs>
0: so, we go to the movie and we, we sit down and it's like it has been just rainy all day. Not even like hard rainy, just kinda of like drizzle rainy. We sit down in the in the theater and I not even joking with you, the power goes out in the movie theater is first. Uh, nothing to do with the storm. It's just like, like
1: they just didn't pay their power bill because it's Tallahassee. That <laughs> no shit happened while I worked at that theater. I, I assume you went to that that same theater we saw star wars in
0: no no, no? Actually, i went to the new cmx which is over um oh, okay <laughs> Over by us. Um, i was gonna say the other one <laughs> that, I, that i worked at no shit they were just like oh fuck and, like, didn't pay
1: the power bill and we just were like sitting there in the dark for a little while until they sorted it out and they're like <laughs> can we go home I'm like no absolutely not well, what are we gonna do like <laughs> just hang
0: out Stay out. here.
1: Do we get paid while well, you're not working? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Can we at least get a tax break? Yes, but it's going to expire well before um, anyone that's a, that's in a higher tax bracket. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Sorry, I'm derailing your story. You're good. You're good. <laughs> As per
1: usual. As, uh, with the so power people come for. Out
0: for, like, the briefest of minutes, um, it was... It was just it, very, very loud thunder. And then it was just like, okay, and now on with the show. Um, and that's, <laughs> that's how our Black Panther experience started. Um, it was, it, it's, look, it, it's, it's very reminiscent to me. This is the scene in um, the original Avengers where you have Iron Man and Thor and Captain America kind of meeting for the first time and kind of going at it to sort of measure you know, who's the strongest of us all? Um, there's a very similar scene to that in this movie. Um, and and there are some very hot button current issues that are touched on this. I mean, <laughs> it, it's it. I mean, look, um, <laughs> can you imagine the guy who plays the more his name is Tanakh Huerta. Um, he is a Hispanic American person. I don't I don't know that uh, he's Hispanic. I don't know if he's American. Um, but he, this storyline around Namor is creative in a way that I didn't expect it to be. Um, I knew they were going to tell, you know, kind of give us an interesting take on how Namor becomes Namor. Um, it is, it is so well done that like, I honestly can say to you, it is so better than anything I could have hoped for, for him. Namor is, he's an anti-hero um, and it's not... Giving anything away to say, like he is an antihero in this in this movie, Um but he has done a phenomenal job, phenomenal job in this in this movie. I thought he showed a lot of range. We got to see some very very old, familiar to the comics characters are introduced here. Um, a lot of Namor lore is kind of laid out in this movie. Um, <laughs> Namor no lore, I like it. Namor no lore <laughs> that brings me joy. Um I mean it is more true, joy than it should. It's a two-hour and forty-eight minute movie, right? So there's a lot that happens in this movie. Um and, and there is a cutscene. There's one cutscene. Would, scene would after, Green
1: after. Day call it nothing and everything all at once?
0: They might. They might indeed say that. Um they're really, really I haven't sick. even been drinking, man. <laughs> this, this is sober me. There's one really stellar cameo that you do not see coming um, that I honestly can say there were two moments um, in this movie theater where the entire audience was just dead ass quiet. Um, the first one is the, the, the cameo. Um, and it is one that I think I was so surprised by in a good way that I literally, wanted to jump out of my seat and clap. I am not a, like a, an emoter a at the movies, but this was a brilliant choice and a really, really well done job um, for whoever wrote that particular piece into the story. are um, excited to see Daredevil. <laughs> um,
1: I haven't seen the movie, I have no
0: idea. I am not confirming or denying who it, who it is. Um, good, good. Someday I, I'll see it. I want, you to, I want you to have that moment. Thank you. Um, the second... And I, this is not going to be, this is not a spoiler. This is this was teased already. Um, but the movie does jump you right into a particular sequence of events that are happening. Um, and it tells the story of how we lost Chad, Chadwick Boseman. Um, and I do feel that it is, it, a, a nothing and everything all at once is a really good way to say it. Because it doesn't spoon feed you answers, it doesn't tell you anything other than just Chadwick Boseman King T'Challa is dead. Um, and when I say it's a love letter to grief, I, I what I'm speaking specifically of is there's a there's a scene at the beginning. Well, you know when they showed the Marvel crawl, um, you know it's the Marvel characters as they show the Marvel logo. Every Every scene is a scene of Chadwick Bozeman playing Black Panther. Um, and it is dead silent Getcha. on screen. It, is, it was dead silent in the theater. Um, the lady next to me cried um, when this happened. Uh, it, it is powerful because it reminds... It reminded me of the news of, you know, like... I mean, look the character uh, of Black Panther changing hands. I mean, that happens, right? Robert Downey Jr. Didn't die, right? He died on screen. Right. Robert Downey Jr. Is alive. Um, it is. Chadwick Bozeman died as a real life superhero. In my opinion, he knew that he had an illness. He kept that illness hidden so that he could continue to give other people joy. Um, you know, there are some very famous pictures of him. You know, when he is very sick, still doing Make-A-Wish Foundation, you know, meet and greets, get, giving back to other people that he felt, need, you know, needed it more than himself. Um, he kept his illness a secret and it is incredibly sad um, that we lost such a talented person and, and, and seemingly kind-hearted person so young. Yeah. Um, but it... It rips that Band-Aid off really, really quickly. So prepare yourself um, when you go to see it. <laughs> um, because honestly, that the, the two other people I were with, I was with, we had to ask ourselves what was happening. Like it takes you a minute to realize what you're seeing. Um, and, and it's, I, I think it is, it is a wonderful movie. Highly, highly regard this. I mean, it is a it would move past multiverse of madness just for the storytelling alone for me. Um, it's beautifully done, beautifully acted, beautifully written. Uh, 9.999 out of 10 for me. The only, only reason I don't give it a 10 is because I don't believe there's such a thing as a perfect movie. Um, mm, you have but, not seen
1: Indiana Jones and the last crusade, sir.
0: <laughs> I have. Um, that is a 10 ma- out of 10. <laughs> 9.95 for me. Um, As
1: I stare again at my poster in the background.
0: <laughs> so, um, I, I can't recommend it enough. I hope that you get a chance to see it. Um, by now, I believe we should just be seeing our first set of numbers about how well it did. Um, and, and, you know, research may sound like typing. Um, it is... I think fun. it's... Uh,
1: I'm pretty sure it's number one at the box office. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um I, I saw a headline about
0: it. Uh let's just look really quickly. It's Sunday night. Um, it commanded one hundred eighty million dollars U.S., three hundred and thirty million globally. It is the number one movie in yeah. uh, in America. Um, I,
1: unseating Black Adam, I believe.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, look, that's a that's a nice. That's all,
1: that also did Gangbusters apparently for like three weeks.
0: Yeah, I mean i haven't seen black adam but i know when it comes on hbo now i will watch it i mean I've, i think yeah. i've said here before i want to see it um i' definitely curious.
1: i'm definitely interested in it i'm just like again like we're way less interested in in dc than
0: at the moment than yeah. marvel
1: yeah i mean we'll see we'll see what happens with the you know the new boss see if it's new boss same as the old boss uh, but i don't think i don't think it will be and i i think they'll it'll give them an opportunity to to do something a little bit a little bit better i hope so so. uh, yeah with with that universe to not make it dark for the sake of dark but kind of like kind of like marvel's gotten where it's dark with a purpose
0: yeah tell a story make an impact right i mean that's that's all we're asking for is make an impact if you're gonna if you're gonna kill somebody make it make it matter um And speaking of killing people and making it matter, um, you ready? Are are we,
1: wait, are we diving in? Is that all the news that's fit to print? Are we, are we diving in or are we not diving in?
0: I say I have said that
1: joke four fucking times. Uh, (laughs) I don't know what take it is, but man, man, is that an underappreciated joke, especially knowing what happens in this episode.
0: I want to talk about that. When we get there because <laughs> I have a take on that. I think our takes might be different um, about about this that particular scene. But the thing that I loved about, I mean, I guess I, I waited again. I think I said last week on this show I was going to watch it. You know, the second it came out on Wednesday, yeah, um, I
1: did. I did that.
0: Did you? I, did oh you? yeah. Okay. I, I
1: watched it like Wednesday morning. So again, that, I guess that's one of the one of the prep. Prim- privileges benefits i don't know of being on paternity leave is uh i can do that sort of um depending on depending on what the screamy bean is doing (laughs) Um, so if the little pterodactyl permits me i'm allowed
0: to watch tv i had to wait um you know i think I, i think i mentioned last week this week was um my family thanksgiving my side of the family we did thanksgiving Um, My brother came in because we're going to my wife's family for actual Thanksgiving. Um, So this was, I think I talked about this was the finale. I'm going to have to wait to watch the finale. Um, This was my treat to myself um, (laughs) Friday night. It was your one way out. It was my one way out. That's good. Nice. Nicely done. Um, So Friday night I settled down after, you know, we had done a lot of, Eating and talking and catching up with family, and I settle into what is every week I come into this with expectation, and every week I am blown away by just the sheer acting phenomenal. I mean, the writing in this episode, Bo Willeman. I feel like every week I rave about beau Willeman's writing, and it, it I don't know, well
1: deserved. <laughs>
0: I know he's not writing this all by himself, but Jesus, like this is like the, crush crushing the game, man. The thing that I feel like that, that the new Star Wars EU is doing, that the old Star Wars EU is doing, um, you know, stick with me here for a second it's longer a longer intro, but
1: God damn it! I have to hit this fucking screen. How long? How long? Give me, give me a time sit right here.
0: So, in the old Star Wars EU, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Wedge Antilles, you know, whoever these characters repeated themselves. They kept showing up in book after book after book for ten plus years. We did this, right? I mean, twenty years. Play it however long you want to say right eventually they introduce these characters kids but these same people keep coming back and saving the day right and they're they're consistently there outsmarting the empire outsmarting the the vong whatever right like they last minute they're saving people and whenever they did kill someone in the eu it had gravitas because it never happened you you never lost a character who was important to you right like i mean I, you, you might lose a tertiary character um yeah but like you no oh no. wait <laughs> no <laughs> no sir um but the, I help the, it. the thing that this series of particular did but i think that kenobi did so well that mando did is that they're giving us characters in this universe and yes they're 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 giving us so many new places and characters and names, but they're, they're showing us the brutality of this universe too. There is no last minute save for these characters. There's no Jedi coming in with a lightsaber at the very last minute to save everybody. And everybody goes home happy. And, and, you know, we'll see you guys next week, same time, same place. Like, like with our character, our Imperial officer in uh, Kenobi, Right, like I got to really enjoy. I was like, "Oh, that's the Sand Snake from uh, Game of Thrones." Like this is (laughs) really cool to see her in the show. And oh my god, she just died! Yeah, the end. (laughs)
1: It's like, oh my god, wait, are we watching Game of Thrones? (laughs) Game
0: of Thrones. That's that's the thing that I feel like, and in particular, one particular character this week, um, I contend is dead. I, I think he's. I think Kino dies this week after you know what three episodes with kino um you don't think he
1: ends up uh, in the shadows working for the first order say maybe mm. as a failed clone
0: no no he does not um i that...
1: don't want to i'm not gonna lie i don't want to see that like i really i really don't uh, i saw that theory floated this week and i was just like god fuck you like please no <sighs> Like, a... please, please don't ruin this and try and like tie this together in a hey the new sequel the sequel trilogy is awesome kind of way like just just don't no no but just let him let him be let him be here as a different character because there was there was yeah. this whole thing about like he's doing the scene and it was really hard for me to. Um, To be able to separate it, because all I could hear was Snoke's voice. And I'm like, well, then you have no fucking imagination. Like, I didn't hear Snoke one bit.
0: We're watching a show about people with laser swords and make-believe powers.
1: Maybe two people have similar voices. It's okay.
0: Commit to the idea that some things are unrealistic and move on with your life. Right. Um, Uh, You'll be okay. I promise. I, I think... For a show this week, they they have really boiled down the storylines, like really hardcore. We are down to maybe four or five storylines, and, and I mean I'm using the term storyline very generously. If we're talking about what's happening on Ferrex, right? I mean we we very very briefly see um, that. I think we go we cut back to Ferrex and we find out that. Um, Andor's mother is not taking her medicine. And I think we get... um, Did we we get her in this episode? Dude, I don't even remember that. Exactly, right? We get a very, very brief snippet of uh, a a lady talking to the doctor, presumably on Ferrex, that Marva is not taking her medicines, and we see Sinta for a moment, and then we see that Sinta is being watched by her lover, Corv. Um... I would count that as a as a not a storyline. I mean, that yeah. is something that happened on this show. I mean, Deidre has a very brief storyline this week. Um, that you know, hey, the 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 little ruse that you're trying to pull with the ship, um, you know, it, it, it was it worked basically. Anto Krieger's guys pulled that, and yeah. they recognize that something is wrong. Um, it's set up. Now, it did set up a really beautiful, beautiful scene um, between a character who heretofore we really haven't known a lot about um, and supervisor Lonnie Young. I, oh, I do want to talk about that because that has major implications on the Star Wars timeline. Um, that There's one line in there that you sent this week, actually, um, that just talking about. blows open the entirety of the star Wars, you know, Canon timeline. In fact, do you want to start there? I feel like that's a, that's a good place to start or, or sure. is it more uh, I, out? I don't,
1: I don't know if that actually messes with any, uh, I, the, the article implied that this just like destroys all the star Wars timeline. And I, I don't think so. Like, I, okay. I don't feel like it, it messes with anything. Okay. Maybe it's just a, who gives a shit. It's it's okay. Like, hey, there. There's all kinds of shit in. I mean, what are they? One. It's like one year off or something like that. Is yeah. what the the point of the thing was? Was that he says five years, they say six years. So it's something like that. It's ten and
0: eleven, but yeah, you're right. Yeah,
1: and it and it's like uh, okay from a certain point of view, like done. Mm-hmm. Like it. It doesn't matter. Like I, that feels inconsequential to.
0: anything to me i mean to me if anything it, it adds context to i mean this is the thing that the star wars has done for years right is they'll go back and they'll tell a small add a small detail to something that already has existed it's called retconning um and they'll come back and add something to a story and it just gives it a little bit a little bit of greater context or something that we didn't see necessarily. It's like the thing that happened off screen that now all of a sudden is matters or is a thing that happened. Um, yeah, I, I think for me specifically, I guess I, I look at this and I say, you know, we didn't know about this happening. We didn't know this was a thing. When I say major, I, I guess from that perspective, this is the start of the rebellion basically. Yeah. Is- I'm giving you House, I'm warning you about Ferrix. I'm honoring my vow. I've been working my way through that for six years, working my way up, alone. So what was your plan? Gather yeah, a big basket of goodies for me as a farewell gift. What were you planning to tell the ISP?
1: My health. My wife's family has an import business. Even as you say the words, you know it's impossible. We can't let you go, Lonnie. We can't spare you. We've been grooming you for too long, and yes, you've been alone. Your career has profited greatly from information that we've provided. Information that cost me dearly. You love your daughter. Korea's men will be dying to make sure she has a father. You're trapped, Lonnie. There's no pleasure in
0: saying it, but you're going nowhere. Luthan planting Supervisor Young, um, which is beautiful in its simplicity because, you know, Supervisor Young is... I don't think this is a true believer guy, right? I don't think he, in any shape or form, is a true rebel. I think he is just the guy who, who thinks what is happening is wrong. Um, and maybe is trying to do some good, um, trying to stop something from happening uh, or is trying to stop uh, I, I don't know I don't really know what his motivations are they don't really go into that all that much um, you kind I, of I mean I think we'll I
1: think we'll see some I, I have a feeling we're gonna find out more about him whether it's in a book or whether it's later in this like later in another star wars property or even this one i think we'll find out more about that character but i don't i don't think it matters now for what we're doing now like it, it's it's like okay, maybe you're a year or so off in the in the founding of the rebellion, but all of these factions have existed for some time. This is like the beginning of it, and really, we don't start seeing the solidification until like Star Wars Rebels. So we're getting all of these things all at once. So you have you have Rebels, you have Andor, all of these things are occurring concurrently, right? Yeah, and it's all these different pieces, and I I kind of I don't think we're gonna see it this season i think we'll probably see it next season is the the whole what puts mon mothma in the hands of the ghost crew like her of her escaping and i think we'll i think we'll see that happen i think i I think next season if they do it this season i feel like it's going to be a little bit rushed as i i feel like the point of this season is going to especially the way it's been plotting slowly I think the point of the season is getting Andor out of prison and getting him back onto the board, and that that's where we start season two with Andor back on the board.
0: This is this is a slow bo- slow burn if I've ever seen one. Honestly, I mean this. Yeah, and this...
1: I mean I I, I don't know it's like the the Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy keeps coming up in my brain, is it's like a narrative similarity, I suppose. Um, it, I I know that doesn't track entirely but like the 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 slow deliberate pace is is what i mean i mean that movie's what fucking 19 hours long yes Um, it's like it's good if you can stay awake through it but it's it feels kind of narratively similar like it's very slow very plotting getting It's very methodical in getting the pieces on the chessboard where they need to be when they need to be there. We all we all know how the game ends. Like we we've already we've already seen this. We're 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 past Rogue One. We've seen Rogue One. We know where we know where the pieces end up. Right. And it's it's the watching the machinations that get them there. That's, that's the magic, at least for me, like that's, that's the magic. I know some people like a couple or one of my friends specifically like hates that. It's like, I know, I know what's going to happen. So I don't want to see it. And I'm like, well, that's, that's the point for me is seeing how did these people get here? Like how did, how did they end up in a position to find the plans for the Death Star? Where, what moved them to that spot? Especially where you see Andor start, he doesn't give a fuck. mm maybe a few years in an Imperial prison will help that out. Um, I, I don't know. So, I, I don't, I don't care if they're like six months off or whatever it is. I, I almost think about it. Like I can't, I can't ever remember like what grade I'm supposed to be in because <laughs> where, where my birthday is. And like, I was ahead of grade for a little while. And then I, I was like, wait, I wasn't held back. I didn't repeat a grade. I don't think, I don't know. Like that kind of thing. So that right. in my brain, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's fucking six months. Like, okay. I'm in eighth grade or seventh grade. Like, I don't, I I don't know the difference. Like, wait, why am I here? I'm just with people roughly my age. I'm slightly older than most of my grade instead Hmm. of being a year younger. Like that's, that's kind of how I see that, that whole like difference thing. I, I think it it is irrelevant. Uh, I don't know. No, That, that was a, that was a very long meandering segue. Um. into <laughs> it uh, after, after cutting off your point
0: no you didn't and I think that's that's what makes this show great is because I think initially I approach this and I say this is massive this is earth shattering this is stuff we don't know before and then the more you talk about it the more I'm like yeah he's got a point like let's just say for sake of argument that you know it is truly six months 12 months whatever that we don't know does it really matter that much no I mean, is it really changed the game that much? No. What it does do, I think, is give greater context to you know, the history of the Rebellion, which, again, I mean, that doesn't change anything. That just really gives us a, a better idea of, you know, Luthan... I, I think it's going to make Luthen's ultimate sacrifice. I, I think I can safely say... Luthen is not going to survive this series in some form or fashion because if can, he did, can you? He would. We would have seen him already, you know, at some point down the line and being involved in the, re- the rebellion. I mean, he as much says to Young when uh, when Lonnie's like, you know, this is all I'm giving up. This is what I'm sacrificing. What have you given up? And, and Luthen is like, I've given up, you know, being friends with people. I've given up being kind. I've given up love. Um, you know. I have to fight the enemy the way the enemy fights, and I thought that was a really telling line, because if you t- if you think about the philosophy of this, like the he, he is espousing utilitarian kind of ideals here, right? Like I'm gonna use it, it's ends justify the means, yeah. Whatever I have to do. You're more evil than I am, so I will lie and cheat and steal and backstab and whatever I gotta do, I'm gonna do it, because I have to stop you, because you're the greater evil. And it it kind of, in my mind, and I know this is not a really apt analogy, but it puts him on the same page as a Palpatine. Right? Like, Palpatine uses all of his power and his, you know, his lies and his mystique behind the scenes to totally wreck Anakin. And, and, And in doing so, he basically ends, you know, the, the, the Republic um, by turning Anakin to the dark side, which, I mean, that, that is my personal view of this. Um, you know, you can look at that and say, that's yeah, not necessarily or I'm making a jump. I could be making a jump a little bit, um, but it just. See, it, I could buy that brand. He is doing the same things that Palpatine does here because he's turning around and and he's, he's, he's lying. He's cheating. He's threatening this guy. I mean, why else would he talk about this guy's daughter at you know, he's like, Oh, you have a very healthy daughter. Like that's all. Congratulations. Like he's like a spider, right? Like he's like in my web, the more you struggle, the deeper in this web you're going to be. So just stop struggling and do what I want you to do and everything will be okay. Um, I mean, he's not saying anything about the fact that, you know, Meanwhile, the Imperials are going to catch you or they're, you know, I hope they don't catch you. And if they do, I'll disavow you. Um, but I just, it's very, very telling that Luther is he's, he's moving pieces around a chessboard and none of these, none of these pieces matter to him. Right. I think the only person that might truly matter to him at all is the person that works in his shop. Um, and I, Forgetting her name, right now, it's not coming to me off the top of my head, but um, I I think I can't remember either. She's the one who seems to be, you know, the one like personal security guard. Clea is her name. Um, she's like the security guard. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there was like a a deeper relationship, not like necessarily like a love relationship, but something along the lines of like you know we've been at in this together, you know, for however long, like you know you're to use a, like a survivor analogy like she's the number one alliance or whatever um but anyways that's a that's a terrible analogy We should move <laughs> very quickly
1: and we're walking
0: and we're walking um so that to me was one of the massive storylines this week because we do get a lot of this like intrigue about you know who is it that you know how are we getting our information I, I do like the fact that once again, the empire is so focused on everything out in front of them that they're not seeing the little mouse right underneath their nose. Right. Who's just stealing the whole fucking shop um, continually. So um, I, I think the other major storyline and I say other, because I think we've decided that there really are only two major storylines this week. Right. I think so. Um, yeah. I'm, do we want to talk about Mon Mothma a little bit, really briefly? I mean, it is—it's a minor storyline, but I mean, we could talk about her meeting with Davo. Um, sure,
1: she meets with Davo.
0: I, in go, go
1: honestly, that's that's it. Like you, you do have the little like the the veiled threat, essentially of what, like, Well, I don't know. It it was pretty deeply creepy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the whole. And again, it's like that arranged marriage. You're married for for political purposes. It's that the old way of doing things that's um, still done in a lot of parts of the world, like today. But that's like, I mean, that's how she was married off, and you see how how just profoundly unhappy that she is. I guess in in her marriage because it's just it's all for political purposes and for show, and it doesn't it doesn't actually mean anything. It's not it's not for you know, for love, it's not like a, I learned to love them kind of thing. It's just it, fine. Fuck it. I guess I have to be with this asshole uh, because that's who my parents wanted me to be with, kind of thing. Right. Um, which, is, which is fucking terrible, man. Like <laughs> that's awful. Uh, and, and you see the the same kind of thing like happening with the daughter and that's that's the price is hey um, I need legitimacy he's like I don't want your money and that I, I feel like that's the whole thing with the the crime lord is I, I don't need money I need legitimacy and right. if my son marries a senator's son I have legitimacy so I'll do this for you like I'll I'll hide your secrets but I I'll hide your rebellion like he doesn't know what that is but I'll hide the rebellion but I need legitimacy. So you marry your daughter to me, that will give me the legitimacy that I need. And we can proceed on about our lives.
0: It, it's just like, is fucking gross. It is really, I'm really proud of Mon Marchma. I mean, I don't think, she, I don't think I actually suspected she would do it. No. But I think that if the choice were given to, if the choice were given to Mon's husband, I do think he would. Oh, done. Yeah. In a heartbeat. He would have made that choice, and I think he, here she is. Like, I so we we just started. Like,
1: I just started last night. We did not start. I just started watching um, House of Dragon, and it felt very similar. Like, hey, why don't you just go talk to him? He's grieving.
0: Yeah, and it,
1: it's the it's the same thing. Like tales old as time, man. Like that that's what they're there for. And they say it, uh, they say it as much in that show. Like literally he says, he's not going, he, he's just there taking advantage of you. He's not going to give you anything that he's, he's not there. He doesn't have anything that hasn't been taken, I guess is how they phrase it. Yeah. That he has to take every inch of power that he has the hand of the King. And it's the same thing. He's like, I'm going to try and pimp out my daughter so that whew, uh, like, that was, so, so that I can get a modicum of power so our family can get into power. And it's, it's fucking gross, but that's, that's kind of like, I, I would say that's the way the world was, but that's not, it's the way of the world. Like that's, that's how it works. Who the fuck else would marry Marjorie Taylor green? Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> um, it, it, it doesn't get much better, buddy. I'm just going to tell you, um, it, 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 <laughs>
1: oh i mean i i know i I've, i'm familiar with that universe <laughs> uh,
0: it's i i will say simply i mean i i did think i thought it was very telling that they doesn't even let him finish like what he's offering um like she sees through him immediately it, yeah it, it, so you it's want like, my daughter you yeah. fucking creep it's no, not no, i just
1: want i just want them to talk they're they're young Let's just talk.
0: Let's see what happens. Like 13 year yeah. olds you know, they're thirteen. Like,
1: mommy and daddy will definitely make sure that they are directed in the right way. But let's just let's just talk. Let's see what happens.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we're walking away from that storyline very quickly. Um. But I, I <laughs> the, the the main storyline, the meat and go potatoes of this episode, is the revolt that happens in the prison, and, and yes, it is. There's a lot to unpack here, in my opinion, and I, I, I might say that and then it turns out there wasn't a lot to unpack, but I feel like I feel like what I saw here is not necessarily I wouldn't call it the birth of the rebellion because clearly the rebellion is, you know, alive and well, just not necessarily working together yet. But this was the, the genesis of, in my opinion, this is this is Andor learning to work with people. You know, for a common end. Like, I mean, you see him. He, he is clearly orchestrated with the other folks on the fifth floor of like, hey, I need help. I'm going to go bust these pipes. I'm going to go. First of all, that's ingenious. The fact that he he thinks to short out the room with the water like that was brilliant. And I, I had been wondering why he was messing with the pipes in the bathroom for a while. It didn't even dawn on me that that was a possibility <laughs> of like water and electricity Ben they don't play well together they do um, not but they do not seeing him seeing I mean I, I guess it, it does pick up his storyline picks up you know immediately with Olaf being removed you know through the floor um and and Cassian kind of he has talked he's talked Kino in last week I feel like into revolt. But this week he has to do the exact same thing again. Um, which I kind of didn't appreciate. It seemed a little inconsistent because last week we ended on that like, ah moment, like, okay, he's giving you the number of he's given you the number of people who are on the floor. Like he's in. He's in now. But it seems like he's not in because here we are backtracking again this week to go over the same kind of stuff again of like, you know, uh, all right, I don't want to do it. Um, he, he's hesitant. I mean, he gets there. And I, I do like that once the actual rebellion begins, that Cassian puts Kino in front of the microphone. My name is Kino. thought that was a very it it, it wouldn't it, have made sense for Cassian to be the one
1: right that's that's what I I think book. I I think it has nothing it has nothing to do with Kino like zero it has everything to do with Cassian and Cassian knowing what his role is and knowing uh, the dude like he is he is savvy he knows exactly who needs to be in that spot at that moment like the the end, like, and he knows he's not the person who they're going to
0: listen to. He hasn't been there long enough. I mean, Kino has that gravitas, but yeah, but they Kat know him. Those the words that need to be said, right? Because like he says, you know, "Hey, I'm Kino. I'm the supervisor." And He's like, "Is that the best you can do? That's <laughs> what you're doing. That's that's how we're we're you right. know people to revolt." Um, I thought that Kino got to have. This was this was his character's, you know, I am Spartacus moment, right? Like he he tells them the truth, um, but it's finally the, it's the one way out, right? And and I mean I'm using I am Spartacus because it is mm-hmm. I mean I feel like it is ripped from fucking Spartacus this one yeah. way out, you know, concept. Um, I I loved seeing the I love seeing the parallels. They do that thing where you know, the prisoners are handing out the guns on the gun shelf, and then you cut to the Imperials handing out the guns on the gun shelf, and they do a lot of, like, they play a lot with corner, right, like, where people come around the corners, and it's, it's, oh, it's the good guys don't shoot, like, right at the last minute. Um, or it, the scene with the Imperials cowering in that room, where there's, like, ten or twelve of them behind that, the That room.
1: was, I, I feel like that was one of the best scenes of the entire heist, is that yeah. the? I mean, these these dudes are the ones in the ones in charge, and that's what they what they said last episode, right? Like power doesn't panic. I think was the the quote, right. and that's exactly what they what they mean. Like these dudes these dudes are not powerful. Like they they're not actually in power. Like they they are they are solely able to keep this prison under control because. The people won't rise up. They are solely able to continue giving tax breaks to just ridiculously rich people and fucking over middle class and lower class people because they won't band together and rise up and will continually just fight amongst each other and be like, "Hey, Herschel Walker should probably be in charge because he's a fucking football player." Wait, did I veer out of <laughs> Star Wars for a second? I'm sorry.
0: A little bit, um, but we'll allow it. Yeah, because we'll, we'll it's
1: the same. It's the same thing like it's and it's repeated over and over through so many so many shows like the little guy won't get together the little guy is so busy fighting each other over scraps like they're fighting each other and uh, not fighting each other but they're they're like oh we can't talk to them oh no that's that we just need to make our widgets oh we just need to maybe maybe make the little struts off tie fighters i don't know seems seems legit to me
0: it's a bug Uh, right i mean it's yeah we it's exactly
1: that, a bug's life.
0: We can't let them know how powerful they are because that they can never know that they're more powerful than us.
1: Right. If they would just if they would just look left and look right and go, wait, we're being fucked by everyone above us. It would be over. Like that would be like Bob's your uncle, man. Like that that's that's the end of the story for him. And that's what finally happens. Like that's that's what happens with, with Kino is he he's the only one who could make that make that speech and and give them give them that motivation
0: it it is a it is a great speech i mean it is a great speech and i really love the fact that he he gives that speech knowing this whole time that what is headed i mean there's just like there's this frenetic energy right they're racing up these stairs um headed to i mean they all came in the same way they all know there's yeah great. that you're in the
1: middle of the fucking ocean
0: and and to see when they get to this stair level there is a pause right there is there is that like dramatic pause as the guys gets to the edge of the, like that's a very high jump and there's no like there's no guarantee when you don't hit that water you don't hit like a brick i mean right yeah he like, knows what's out there right and that the this the panic and the fear in Kino's eyes when he looks at at Cassian and says, "I can't swim." Um, it, it's it's heartbreaking. Like <laughs> there's nobody. You you ever, know you yeah you know he knew what was coming. Right. They're not going to. They're not going to carry him. They're not going to drag him. He. I, I contend that he died right there because you see him get separated from Cassian. And he gets drugged into the water, much like I would argue probably a lot of those prisoners. And he dies, but he died on his feet, right? Like to me, he died, he died free. Wait, Kino? Yes. I don't think Kino gets drug into the water. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I
1: think he stays. I think he stays up there. Like, you never, you never see him fall. You see them tackle Cassian. and you see him kind of move back. Like, I, I don't know, I. I didn't see him get tackled into the water or anything. I think like I, this... I see him go. Oh shit! He's like, I can't, I can't swim, and he backs away from the, like, keeps backing away, and lets other people, like, lets everybody else go. But I, I don't think he, I don't think he gets drug in. I don't think he goes. I think he's still, I think he's still
0: sitting there on that ship. I, I think he dies. I think in the panic of that moment. They don't show you Kino's death, but I think Kino dies. Um, I think he is drug into the water by, you know, the rest of the group. I mean, you see before that people are getting accidentally pushed into the water because dudes are just sprinting up to the, you know, to the edge, not understanding that like, oh, shit, there's a ledge here. Like, we can't, you know, we can't keep going. Um, Yeah,
1: this is this is the exit, folks. (laughs) (laughs) This is the exit.
0: Again one way out right like there is there is one way out
1: um and but i mean they've been chanting it
0: the entire time i it's it's that thing that happens right when you get a group of people together and you whip them up into a frenzy and they don't understand what they're actually saying they 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 want freedom more than anything and i get that and i i respect that and i i genuinely think if i had to die if it, it was this this kind of you know scenario where i'm hey you get to make widgets or tie fighter wings for the rest of your life or you can potentially you know swim to safety i I know what i'm going to choose right like you choose safety or potential safety
1: all we have on wikipedia is Kino reveals he can't swim while andor and other prisoners take the plunge yeah I, I'm standing by what I what I posted on Facebook about his his motivation. I I don't I don't know if we'll ever see anything of it or get any confirmation. And I kind of hope we don't. I'd really like a Lady in the Tiger kind of situation for this. Um, I don't want to see any bullshit where they try and tie him to the new new sequel trilogy and be like, oh, somehow he was transported here and no. then, um, now he's look he's suddenly the model for Snoke. Or uh, I, I don't want no get fucked. Like no. I hope we, I hope we have like the, like they leave this ambiguous and you can argue about it. Like I, I really, I don't, I don't know if I believe that he can't physically swim. So my, my theory, and I, I can't remember if I typed all this, I put this all on Facebook or if like I kept some of it in my head, but my theory about Kino's not swimming is it's not, he can't swim in water. Maybe he can't whatever it's it's irrelevant. But that he can't swim, like he can't survive outside of this, like this environment. He's been the, like the shift leader, whatever it is, for question mark number of years. Right, and he he doesn't have he doesn't have the skills to survive. He's been in charge, like he's been he's been in a position of power for X number of years in this spot and now it's freedom. What the fuck do you do with freedom? You're like, what, what am, what am I supposed to do out there? Like, I can't, I can't make it. I can't swim. Like I can't get, I can't, I can't think of a life or understand the life outside of this. I mean, what, two days ago or the day before is when he finally decided to tell him how many, he's like, no one's getting out. And like a part of him just activated and says, Hey, no, one's getting out of here. Well, Fuck. Like that's awful. Like let, like let's get let's get as many people out as we can. You know, I don't think he had an intention of leaving ever. Like, I I don't think he wanted to. I don't think he really was going to escape, even if it's just in the back of his mind. If he's like, okay, we're going to go, because you see Cassian pulling him along the entire time, like just let's go. Okay, now th- now say this. Okay, now do this. Okay, let's go here, and he's pulling him the entire time. He I don't think he he has the ability to survive on the outside. It's one of those that can't, can't thrive. He's not, he's not able to, because the only skills that he has left are being in charge in this prison environment. And that's gone. So he if, can't,
0: he can't swim. If you're saying, I mean, first of all, first of all, um, that was beautifully, beautifully articulated, articulated. Um, second of all, if that's, if that's what they're doing, then i would artic- i would say that that is you know directly from the shawshank redemption right like i feel like okay i can go with that that is that whole kind of argument and in shawshank is how long can you keep a man a prisoner before that man doesn't know how to be anything but a prisoner right like yeah. they do a very heart i mean it's a heartbreaking story to watch that way that they do that you, towards the end when you know some of the prisoners do get out and you see i think andy Dufresne, spoiler, having
1: to crawl through miles of shit miles yeah, spo- spoilers for what a 30 fucking year old movie that's been like number one on imdb for
0: <laughs> since it came out <laughs> i could see i i think if you if you're going for first of all i i mean well not first of all but i guess i hope that we do not get an answer to this because I think it is so much better to have this kind of debate about whether or not he's alive or he's dead. It's the Schrodinger's cat, right? Is, is, is you know, don't open the box because the cat's both alive and dead at the same time because we're not going to spoon feed it to you. I think if you look at it from a purely simplistic point of view, which I, think, I feel like is where I'm coming from it, I can look at it and say he died he got pulled into the water you know in the the panic of it all because we do see later on i mean that the tail end of this episode is andor and melshi you know kind of escaping they make it to land and you can see in the background there are shuttles that are like searchlights like crisscrossing i interpreted that to be the empire is looking for people still in the water right yeah. they're looking for people so the inference I got there was is that a very few amount of them made it to land, um, but a lot of them either got recaught or captured. Um, so Kino's not there. So Kino's not with Andor anymore. Kino's not necessary for this story anymore. So he's getting left. Right? No, no I, I don't think he. I don't think he's necessary. I think he served as part.
1: Yeah. I just. I don't think he's. I don't think he's dead. I think he's still in the prison, and whatever happens to him happens to
0: him. That is a, but that's
1: the only thing he knows.
0: I think he... If you're saying that, then you're saying he's been broken by his time in prison. Yes. Um, which, I mean, it's a very astute... I think so. I think it's a very astute argument. It's an easy argument to make um, based on the way they treat those people. Um, but uh, anyways, um, I, this was the part of the show that hit me the hardest. Honestly. I mean, it is... It's it's hard to watch, right? I mean, it's, it's heartbreaking because, you know, he's the guy who's closest to getting out. He's the guy who, if you want to say, deserves it. I mean, he's served his time. And then at the very end of the, you know, the very end of his sentence, you yank the football out from in front of Charlie Brown, just like Lucy. And, you know, he falls on his face. He inspires all of these guys to finally stand up and get on their own two feet. And that happens to him. And I yeah. just—I feel bad for the guy. Honestly, I'm like, Jesus, like that's. <laughs> it's it's heartbreaking in its own way, um, but
1: I agree like that. I mean, that's a it's a it's a tough end either way to his story.
0: Yeah. I don't know that we're ever going to find out anything more about him. And I'm OK. Again, with- I cannot stress this enough. I hope we don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope we don't. Yeah. All right. I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. Um. To, to where? Uh, may the force be with you. <laughs> like, I mean, that's that's pretty much the, the episode. But I feel like now that we've gotten here, right, we've gotten through We've gotten through the episode, Andor is free. Melshi, we know Melshi lives on to Rogue One, right? Because we see Melshi later on in Rogue One. That's one of the new stories that we covered a few weeks ago is that the character of Melshi, right is a background character in Rogue One. So we know he, he you know, these guys are going to find their way to the Rebel Alliance or, or some form of it. Um, how do we how do we end this thing, right? I mean, I can say this could have served as an, a season one finale, right? Like, I mean, this has been a show broken down in arcs. We've only yeah. got two episodes left. What What is going to happen? I mean, with this here, like, I... I that's where I guess I'm struggling is like how do I mean me... we got to
1: finish the Jonah
0: story. I think we've got to get Andor back in a position
1: to start helping the rebellion.
0: Is he going I... back to Eric's? I mean, his I mom mean he's, he's got to
1: go back to his mom. We yeah. I, I feel like we have to get some satisfaction between him and Mama's boy.
0: Yeah. Uh, or Maybe. whatever,
1: like SS simp.
0: What? What's his name? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. It doesn't matter, but yes, I know. I know you're talking yeah. about remember his name. He didn't play a single role in this episode. I no. th- I think that satisfaction you're looking for doesn't come until next year, just or next season. Just personally, I think we get a, a little bit of that. We've, I, I almost want to see next
1: season that we see Andor as the fucking Jason Bourne of, <laughs> of like the rebellion, like going in and around and through all of these all of these different factions. And we I, know where he lands, together. but he's yeah, he's tying them together with these different jobs and giving little like breadcrumbs throughout the the different factions. I mean that'd be a great way to to kind of tie back in the ghost crew. That I, maybe we maybe we see like you know Kanan and Sabine and Hera and all them like showing up next year in this. In like an episode
0: that we we get we get a crossover that could absolutely happen and that it would, would make it would make sense it would make a lot of sense like
1: yeah it would be an awesome cameo that wouldn't feel like it wasn't earned especially if they're if they play it the right way if they play it as he's he's kind of the the string between all of these he's Charlie from It's Always Sunny right it's all <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, he, he's the one that's in, that's in there going through and doing all these jobs for these different people without like the rebel without a cause essentially until until finally he has a cause like he sees enough bullshit and finally has the cause.
0: I think after his time in the imperial prison, I think you could argue he certainly has enough of a grievance to have a cause um, but I think yeah. I think the, the best thing to do here um, is to kind of wrap it up I, I, I take your point. Um, there is nothing left to digest in this episode. I mean, it was cut into two massive storylines, um, and then everything else just sort of fits in in between. I, I do think we're going to get some sense of closure over the next 120 minutes.
1: Yeah, and um, we, I mean, the last scene of it we've already talked about, which is which is really, I I think a good bookend to, I guess, us talking about it, is that. There are hard choices to be made for this rebellion like you you see the you see the track that they're they're going down like make it hurt badly and and hey, you're too important to let go well andor is has a very specific set of skills and he's too important to let go just like this Lonnie dude right like and that is name Lonnie yeah Lonnie yeah. 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 yeah that he he's too important to let go like sorry i don't care if you have kids like how, how are the wife and kids i don't care if you have them you're too important to let go i've sacrificed things and you're, you're fucked too. like you're you're either with us or you're dead um, there's no there's no in between here
0: you made your choice when you yeah. when you joined us. there is no backing out now like you're you're in
1: so L- luthen has got this web of people that are too important to let go and I would, I would probably also include Mon Mothma in that too. That he, yeah. I think he would burn whatever, whatever person he has to for the cause. He would burn them to the ground.
0: I think like, that's what he's telling us is uh, that's between what him me. and
1: Mon Mothma's sister.
0: Oof, yeah, and that I think, I mean, watching Senta, you know, last week, I, I think she's going to become. I think some great personal tragedy has to befall to her. For her to kind of get, I mean, it's it's just like, you know, her girlfriend said to her, it's like, hey, look, the rebellion comes first. Whatever's left of us after that is for each other.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, what shit happens in wartime. And like we said at the beginning of this whole show is that that's what Star Wars is, is, has caught on to is that if you're telling a dark, gritty war story, which this is, some of the good guys have to die as well. Because you—that's not how war works. You don't have one Rambo character running around killing all the bad guys, you know, and everything works out forever for you. Yeah, and then he, he I, know, dies
1: I, dies peacefully in his eighties in his bed. Right. Like that's that's not everyone's story. There's it's, there's some yeah, yeah there's some that moved to Argentina. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just listened to the behind the bastards on like the the worst Nazi, and uh, they, they were talking about that at the end. They were like. The, the dude the worst nazi uh gets gets the end he deserves uh, he's he's essentially beaten to death in prison by the same group of polish people that he had massacred mm. and it's uh, it's just like mm, uh, poetic justice sometimes uh, but, yeah.
0: <laughs> work themselves out. i get
1: as the oh. uh one of the one of the big big pieces of it was he had just had like a bunch of Jewish people massacred. And this kid, this like 16 year old kid's family was brutally murdered by him and his crew. So the Polish people, after they catch him, they're like, wait, who the fuck do we have? And they go, hey, um, I think this kid's family was just killed by that dude. And they let the kid, the 16 year old kid come in and just beat the fuck out of him until he's tired.
0: And then somebody else can take turns.
1: And then they take turns, and then they they literally smash his face his face in on the floor of the prison cell with butts of rifles, fists, and boots. And I'm like, hell yeah, that is that is how Nazi should die. Um, I mean, I, I don't, it's, I don't feel like it's a controversial stance. No, uh, you fine. shouldn't go peacefully in your bed and in. I mean, that that manner, it feels deserved in this kind of revolution manner. That's like fighting back against. And these jackbooted thugs that are coming through, you you know it's not going to end happy for everybody, but they're fighting for you know good and the greater cause.
0: That's, I mean, that's just I can't say it better than that. So you know what, <laughs> that's where we're going to end it. That, that is the natural ending point of this episode. Um, so Taking a and- breath want to say thank you really quickly um to everybody who made it this far into the episode um we're we're trying to we're trying to keep these things you know short and 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 but also critically you know thinking about the episode um you know we had a really really good week last week um for those of you who are new to the show and and you know just trying us out um stick around uh i promise you like it's not always all political or or you know, political stuff sometimes i wonder um, frequently i wonder but no i mean no that's the thing that's the thing about this show that i feel like is is kind of you know what makes us unique is that you know this is just two friends talking about star wars and sometimes life, you life
1: and... imitates art imitates life imitates art like it just keeps it keeps going around like there's a reason these stories are being told now again still mm-hmm. like because the same the same bullshit is still happening in the world Like or similar. If if not the same, then similar. So the stories, naturally, the art, the narrative, will continue to mirror what is going on in the world and continue to have things to say about it.
0: The only way that this gets better, in my opinion, and the only way that we truly break that cycle is if we do talk about these things and we do discuss them and we do... The more of us that are out here kind of saying, like, hey, these aren't... This isn't okay. Like, we should work harder to make sure this shit doesn't happen again in the future is... Mm -hmm.
1: Try and get a little bit better. If we li- I, I believe if we lived in a utopia, art would not be interesting. Like there would be no interesting stories left to tell if we lived in a utopia. Because um, that's the that's the point, is to to try and get people to think critically long enough to get us to that point of being in a utopia. To fix the to fix the evil shit that's happening.
0: We're just glad that you're here. We appreciate yeah. listen. Honestly. <laughs> Great honestly. review, right? <laughs> please please. that is i mean clearly somehow you know you found us hopefully you found us through our rants online twitter or facebook or something but uh
1: or from a random stop at a dominus so
0: if you're listening i appreciate you not only for the pizza but for listening Uh, cool dude (laughs) we will be back next week to talk about episode 11 of this fantastic show um please you know We
1: still have titles i i'm so disappointed that we don't get titles early so i can't find some like awkward slash clever way to like link the title into just a a human sentence like it makes me sad
0: someday (laughs) let's let's go (laughs) i think this week if had we known that it was one way out we would have known what the story was going to be about so
1: yeah yeah no i I mean it, it makes sense why they're
0: not really doing that
1: but I don't know. It's, it's, a small, it's a small price to pay for having an epic fucking story.
0: God, this show is good. Uh, I can't wait. I, I know it'll be Friday before I watch it. I'm not even going to try and lie and say I'll watch it on Wednesday, but uh, <laughs> man, we're just so lucky. We are living in a really good time to be a Star Wars fan. So Until next, Hell yes. friends, we'll let the Snark take us out as he always does. May the Force be with you. We'll talk to you guys next week.